the skies are so blue. Where are they? Sweet home Alabama. That state is a garbage pile. It's a garbage pile for you. When will it end? Episode whatever. We're talking pirates for. It's on Stranger Tides now. Rob Marshall is a bore. Okay, welcome Well, to I'm just going to alienate everyone from Alabama. Uh, who gives a fuck? I didn't know you were recording. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that place can't have abortions anymore, right? Who knows? Probably. Let's burn, burn the whole state. state but yes. just the white people. Everyone else has been through enough in Alabama. Are you kidding me? Sweet home Alabama. Why are you singing this? What? This has nothing to do with pirates. Well, it, I got to. I, I got back to. Well, also, there's like a roll tide, uh, a, a stranger tides thing. You're you're a, you don't know this stuff. You're a culturalist fucking bore. But the Alabama football team is the Crimson Tide, uh, as immortalized in Steely Dan's Deacon Blues. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that all the fans go roll tide, y'all. That's what they do. Roll tide, roll tide, y'all. So I'm saying we're on uh, dark stranger tides now. It's strange. We're on darker tides. Dark. Are they darker or stranger? Well, in Alabama, they're darker. Right, because of the, the the racism and the endemic yeah. violence of life there. But I'm yeah. talking about the movie. We're doing a movie. Wait, are you pro-life? We're doing a movie again this week, and it's wait, on wait, 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 and you it's just, on Are you pro-life? Life begins what? when the semen goes in and hits the, the other part, and then it makes it the go, and that's think, what the go is. And you know what I'm talking about? Remember, I think you're thinking of semen. Remember in Seinfeld Which, with the pizza episode? What happened? Well, like the the abortion debate, but at pizza. I actually don't remember. Like, when's a pizza? Pizza was in the oven, or is it before in the oven? Oh, I missed it's how a, somehow I missed that episode. It's a pizza one. It's a pizza's abortion. So, wait, what do you think? Because I think a pizza is a, <sighs> a pizza's once you put. No, that's a good question, actually. Oh, my God. I when think, is pizza I think pizza? I've now convinced you to be pro-life in yeah. the first few minutes of this podcast. Wow. Welcome I to didn't when know. Will, welcome to When Will It End is a podcast where we watch the whole movie series. And as you can tell, we're very deep in this one. Number four, baby, Stranger Tides. strong. We set up the dual mattresses. We, we had this cool system. It's such a cool system. Tell, first off, we did yoga before this fucking oh watch. Oh, my God. We were so fucking... I said namaste at the end. I said it you quieter. Did? I said, I said it, it quietly. You said it louder. You know what? I normally don't say it. You were trying to fucking impress my yoga teacher. And no, back off. Back was, off. He was really good. He's Australian. Yeah. He gave the greatest cues. I don't normally say it, but he invited me into a space where I felt connected. And he said namaste. And he said it to me, so I said it back. I said it quietly. You said it louder. I think you were showing off, is my suspicion. Yeah, I was flexing, literally. I know. I, I was namaste. Namaste. He's namaste. flexing right now. Look at those. Those popping bubbles. Namaste. Yeah. Boop, boop. Namaste. Namaste. I just kept repeating it, changing poses. Yeah. Well, you're not going to have to find somewhere else to namaste tonight if you keep acting such a fucking dick <laughs> about this yoga shit. Okay, so we no, just watched uh, Pirates. Wait, let's tell them about the double mattress. We have the double mattress system, so we go to my parents' basement. Wait, what's going on? Your voice is all like, you're trying to just blow through things. Okay, fine. We'll, do, we'll get in painstaking detail. Yeah, we'll, okay. please. We go to the basement. Wait. First, we get our snackies ready. We get our chippies. We get our salsa We could have had crackers and hummus. But we said, no, chippies and salsa We're probably going to get Taco Bell after this, so it's thematic for the evening. It's, a, yep. it's something that chefs do. It's like We prepared our palates for a Southwestern flavor. Much in the same way that the creators of Pirates of the Caribbean 4 insisted on having 
Spanish acoustic guitar music every time Penelope Cruz was on screen. Played, of course, by Tommy Gunn from Motherfucking Snatch. Anyway, we go down there. That's where Josh used to live. What's that? Your trousers, Tommy? A Spanish guitar? Before uh, your grandmother died and you were inherited her room. Well, no, no. I was in the basement first. That's and what I'm saying. I, I made a good art. No, she was dead at that point when I was living oh, there. But I was God. like, look, you know, I, I I know you guys love that room. I want to show it respect. We have to transition it at some point. Let it be me. I'll do a good job. So I, I left the basement and it went pretty well. I'm loving it. Do your parents love you? So we get our snackies yeah. and, and we go down to the basement. And what Charles does, he thought of a good system. We have two old mattresses that I used to use in my bed downstairs. They're really nice. They're inexpensive, too. We'll talk Would about you- off the podcast? We'll talk right off the pod. Maybe we can get them to sponsor. Hey, hey. Uh, Don't say it. Okay. We'll, we'll talk to them. Please. Um, and we set up, a, we, we take my dad's exercise bike and we lean up. By the way, we're both, uh, I'm almost 30. Charles is like 40 or something. And uh, we set up a little a little uh, couch area. We bring down my pillows. Uh, Charles then fucking strews goddamn so sauce sorry. all over it like a so fucking sorry. slob ass bitch. So sorry. You should be sorry. I'm very sorry. I use that pillow. You know what? I'm what? not sorry. What? I'm not sorry. This is a betrayal on the level of a Jack Sparrow listen, style. Fuck uh, you and listen to me. Fuck you. I'm Barbosa. I'm learning. I'm Barbosa. I'm learning from life and my yoga instructors never to apologize. I'm a pri- I'm a privateer now. Privateer. Privateer. Now. I don't I don't apologize. I Mr. acknowledge your complaint and make myself known to be better. And I'm I'm Blackbeard, and I find myself in a misunderstanding again today. What the deuce is going on? Is that no bewilderment? Bewilderment. I, I find am, myself in a bewilderment. I woke up to a bewilderment. That didn't sound like Ian McShane at all. Look at the P's you're hitting. Just don't go the P right. Pa. No, oh, yeah, fuck. that's what it looks Jesus. like. Yeah, it's called a pop. I used to have the pop guard. Yeah, well, we took that away from you. But I, I'm the you one that covered needed it, it in most. salsa and chippies. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. Anyway, we put one mattress on the floor, one mattress against the machine, and we lean against the one that's leaning, cuddle. and we just hold each other and laugh and laugh and laugh at Rob Marshall's <laughs> dumb piece of shit ass movie that I briefly fell asleep during the mermaid part. <laughs> we did. Like for a what little the bit. fuck? It was the first time I, I was spared some of the mermaid part. It was really bad. It that's was terrible. Not fair. Yes. So okay. So we're we're at movie. But four. you know, don't apologize. I won't apologize. I apologize it. for nothing. Great. It's part of my truth. It's part of my experience. I love it. I love chips. Um. Yes. Yeah, so um, we we've we're out of Gore Verbinski territory, and oh boy, old Gore is a sight for sore eyes looking back because this Wait, shit you sucks. Saw oh me, Gore Verbinski. <laughs> Oh, he's back. Rob Marshall's a piece of shit. He doesn't understand my work at all. He would say that. He would say that. Um, no, but it's like, it's strange. Like, it's noticeable. It's really eerie. We're, we're in this phase where, um, obviously, the man to copy is Gore Verbinski. So we're now getting a watery sort of substitute for Gore Verbinski. Watery. But the no but one's wet, wet. less wet. Yeah. Here's the thing. A drier, watery Verbinski. This movie looks like... A more conventional Disney property. Yeah, everything's very crisp and clean cut. There's the what Gore brings to things is like actual texture, soaking wet and covered in scum. I read something about the the end of the third one that in order to get the shots he wanted, he shot it in a giant warehouse. He forced everyone to wear wetsuits because. The room had to be kept at cold, freezing cold temperatures so mold didn't grow in the room. So that whole ending whirlwind battle was shot while everyone was wearing wetsuits because they were freezing to death for gore. Dozens died. Yes. Making that one maelstrom battle scene. 
This movie, you can tell no one score. died. You can look at me like, no one died. No one died race. even in the plot. It died at the front, in, the, in front of the critics. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the, the Roger Ebert review. Suck my dick, Rob Marshall. What? No, Is that two, the subtitle? Two, two out of four. Rotten Tomatoes, 33%. Bad. This cost, uh, like, according to some estimates, $100 million more than like, the movie I was about to look it up. Can you look up okay. some uh, box office? Okay, so according stats? to um, uh, the, the internet. Um, That's all we have. This is considered the most expensive movie ever made. Wow, that's crazy. Who Unadjusted did... for inflation. Unadjusted? The co- okay. the estimated cost is is around $380 million. The World's End was only $300, and yet the difference $300? in these two movies is that World's End, you feel like you're going to get a pirate disease just like watching it. It's disgusting. Which one would you want? Well, in the world of this like sterile, boring, like formulaic movie that had very little heart to it and almost no like blood vomiting or crustacean-faced men, yeah, I would rather tangle with goddamn. Danny oh no, Jones. no, I just meant which which pirate disease would you want if you had to get one? Well, herpes is basically just a skin disease. It so, is. like you know, I guess if I had settled, is that for a one, pirate disease? There's like that's no all, way. That's they all don't have herpes. Yeah, living that life, that pirate life, that fucking pirate <laughs> life, <laughs> slurping on stuff. I don't know what you're slurping on, but hey, it's stuff. It's full of herpes. It's it's you just take herpes. herpes. Um, yeah. So this cost a lot more than its predecessor, which is very strange to me because the cast takes a huge step down. Now, look, I'm not dismissing the cast because, as we've observed in this, Jeffrey Rush at this point is having the time of his fucking and life. He's the only way I'm getting through these movies at, at this point. Yeah, but it's true. Like we lost Karen Knightley, we lost Orlando Bloom, replaced by. Penelope Cruz and Ian McShane. And, and as much as I love Ian McShane, and by the way, when he showed up, I did basically Scream. a standing ovation. I flipped out. You, did. you stayed on the beds. I, I didn't get up. I didn't stand for the standing it ovation. It was as close as you can get to a standing ovation. Without the standing part. Yeah. yeah. You ovated like a motherfucker. I ovated so much that some were concerned for me. Harry. Yeah, Harry Sadman. My cat did sit in us the entire time. How much money did this movie make? A billion? It made over a billion dollars. So it did very well. I don't think it did that much better given the uh, the change in uh, how much it costed but it did you know enough well that's the weird that is the thing is this came out four years later uh-huh people seemed not very impressed with number three well i think it's with three it's more like it's so difficult it's such a complicated piece of work it almost explains why this one is so comparatively facile because that's right. too much I, I like in retrospect i now like have great admiration for Grover Binsky. Because Rob Marshall, who's done big things, you know, he did Chicago. Yeah, I okay? hated that movie. Mary Poppins too. Popping her, popping Pop- off. Popping her. Poppin Barely her. know her. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, she popped off. Um, so he's like a big movie director. Obviously, the studios trust him, and he delivered a very safe movie. It felt like fanfic, like like Captain Jack fanfic. Yeah, that was the other big problem was that this was so much Jack. And as we found out, like in the third movie, we were like, we don't feel like Jack had much of a presence or had much of a story arc. And it's like, yeah, because everyone else is way more interesting. And now we're confronted with Jack for two two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah. And we, we didn't talk about how you know, Norrington, the admiral who dies at the end of three, his, his rise and fall over the series. Everyone yeah. has a bigger arc. Jack never learns anything, treats women like garbage, is a huge piece of shit. Yeah. And this movie was fucking disappointing on so many levels. I don't know where you want to dive in here. What's, what, what to you is the logical starting point with this? Hmm. Well, I think okay. we should start at the beginning. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful place to start. 
It's very good. Let's start with the, okay, yeah. the awful. Like, I think it's the first moment where we can see where like, I really felt the lack of gore was when he escaped from the big man. Yes. Um, uh, Uncle Dursley shows up and he's like, every ball better live under the stairs or I'll eat him or whatever. He ate him, right? He ate him. No, okay, so basically the, the movie Cold Opens with uh, wait, wait, wait. Spanish. Harry Potter, the last Harry Potter should have ended with uh, Voldemort. Dursley eating him. Casting a spell on Dursley, making him j- grow to ginormous proportions. Yeah, Calypso from uh, the World's uh-huh. End level. And then eating. Harry the Potter, HP. yeah. The boy who lived, the boy who was de- bloody delicious. <laughs> Gonna shoot him out in a day. Now that's the final scene. He just takes a fat shit and it's Harry Potter's remains. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Yeah. By the way, stay tuned. We're definitely doing Harry Potter at some point. We are doing Harry it's Potter. It's considered the diehard of the wizarding world. Oh yeah, we didn't make it. Oh yeah, we're not having moved on yet. No, we we must. We simply must do Die Hard, and we're one. We're only one movie away from finally doing Die Hard. We are doing it next. It's gonna be so exciting. Oh, no, we're not doing it next. We have plans, but afterwards, afterwards, we 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 can't do it next. We got that thing coming up. He just farted everybody. No, it's on mic. They got it. You think so? No, they got it. I'm pretty confident. No, it's looking pretty flat. No, trust me. All right. If you want to do a little post pro and bump it, feel free. I will bump that fart. You know what? If if not, I got a mic at home. Yeah, you you can ADR it. And I fart a lot. I know you're vegan. Yeah, it's a thing. All beans. We are going to talk about later, so get excited. Yeah. Okay, so um, yes, this movie starts with a very stupid bit where our boy Gibbs, who's like, "Fuck my life. My life is fucking trash. Like Jack Spear just shits all over me, and my life is constantly in turmoil because of this insane fucking asshole." He's in trial for court, and they're like, you're Jack Sparrow. He's like, I'm not Jack Sparrow. I isn't. And the judge is here. And, oh, it's Jack Sparrow in a bad disguise. And he saves Gibbs and then escapes. And But the, everything uh, about it is so, like, trying to be Gore Verbinski. Yeah. And, like, his escape is, like, if it were Gore Verbinski, well, honestly, I don't know because Gore is not here, is he? Gore is still alive. In Gore's but not version, in this he would, room like, with us. crawl... Who, me, Gore? I would have him crawl through big is. shit and drink piss. <laughs> yeah, like this was, he walked on carriages. Okay, he so, gave yeah. Judy Dench a kiss and stole her earring. By the way, Judy Dench, was what are you doing, doing a cameo in this movie? Was that Judy Dench? It had to be. It looked just like her. By the way, my girlfriend and I drove by Billy Joel this weekend. I'm not kidding. Wow. Yeah, on 684. It Amazing. was crazy. Yeah. Amazing. It had to be him. Um, no, okay. Thought, so, but yeah, so it's just like, it's boring. He's like walking on horses and like everything felt like those weird mousetrap style puzzles. Yes. But just to like an idiot came up with them. Everything was very convenient. Because like to describe the style of Verbinski, he fills the screen. There's mm-hmm. a zillion things happening. We almost never see open spaces unless they're incredibly vast. Usually everything's very tight and congested and colorful and saturated. And Rob Marshall is comparatively flat. Everything's very crisp and somewhat dull comparatively. Mm-hmm. It just feels like we're in a different world almost immediately off the bat. I mean, you also do this weird TV setting where it like gets darker when things in the movie get darker. It adjusts the light in the screen. It's very clever. It's not clever. It doesn't make any sense. It adds a lot. You know what else I notice? You're one of those people that has the volume at the same level the entire movie. You're such a fucking freak. You, so like you're when you, be, 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 be. no, you're doing that. You be, 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 be. You're constantly changing the volume. You just said I wasn't a second ago. No, no, you're making sure the volume's at the same level. So if there's like explosions going on, you turn it down, and then when people talk, you turn it up. So it's like. No, they want the explosions to be loud. We're not in a movie theater. We're in a goddamn basement. Yeah, your TV sucks. It's not my TV. It's our old okay. TV. My TV's great. Yeah, whenever the bass comes in a little strong, it goes like... <laughs> that really improved the movie. I think it did, actually. It gave me something to pay attention to. No, so broadly, what we're trying to say is that this movie is half-hearted in every way. 
Mm-hmm. It feels like a half measure. And coming off of a movie as fucking grandiose and majestically fucked as World's End, it's a real fart. And not like the one I made earlier. Even lesser fart than that. Oh, God. That was a tiny fart. Well, that was... I'm farting into a good cushion. That's true. So it's not quite as... It would have been more resonant on like a, a plastic chair yeah. like yours. Yeah. Uh, you want to switch? No. Okay. I do not want to switch. You, want to, you can go back. You're sitting in one of the folding chairs. You can go back to the camping chair. Maybe next episode. Okay. Next episode. Sure. Yeah, it was uh, It was definitely light. I forgot what it was good because we started talking about farts and my brain just like went into fart world. Okay, well, he goes to the, the – he gets captured. The British the British magistrate, Lele Dursley, is like, I want you to bloody find the bloody – because in the cold open, the Spaniards find out about the, the, the Ponce de Leon's trip to uh, – Oh, I know what I was going to say. The Fountain of Youth. And, of course, in your head, you're like, oh, we'll probably see Ponce de Leon. That makes sense. No, we don't. We He's see dead. him. He's dead. He's dead. Why? Dude, it was 200 him? years ago. He drank the fucking immortal life juice. Oh, you thought he was going to come back. Why would he not? Yeah, that's a great point. It makes no sense. What I was going to say is we were begging, like, uh, what's his name? The the Ian McShane's character, Blackbeard. Blackbeard. Great he, stunt casting. We knew it was going to be someone big. He shows up and was, I was very excited. Yes. Uh, he has a sword that can control ropes or something. No, hold on. This is how bad this movie is. Okay. We're led to believe that he's like a telepathic pirate master, which, by the way, four movies into this, it's like, fuck it, fine. They're all fucking telepathic, yeah. psychic, you know. No, at the end of the movie, it turns out just the sword or like controls the, the Queen Anne's revenge, his cool ship. It yeah, was and then like, it's what just the, the ship. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, there are a lot of rules in the third one, but I was digging it. That's what I was saying last episode. It was like, it was actually sort of fun to have this like carefree, weird society group actually have a shitload of rules that they have to follow. Right. In this one, there's just lore that they regurgitate and there's no reason for it. It's like, we need two chalices and a mermaid's tear. Great done. He said that three times. They repeated it Was that lot. for us? I assume so. I do not know why they kept saying that. It was very repetitive. And then he's like, wow, that's pretty complicated, isn't it? It's not complicated. No, no, it's Bro, a, a, a movie ago, you'd assembled the nine pieces of eight and the nine pirate lord council in the Brethren's Chamber at Shipwreck Cove to summon the spirit of fucking Calypso to battle the Dutch East India Meanwhile, Company. making multiple deals with three different people all the time. Right, and this was like, let me get this straight. I need two cups and a tear. What the fuck? Wait, How say, could we do this thing? Say that again. In the I previous movie, it. he was in purgatory. And they save him from purgatory after yeah. he was reincarnated. And they're like, oh, this is crazy. Two cups? Two cups. Okay. Uh, 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 hold Wait, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, one pirate, two cups. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You should. Be I'm sorry. not going to apologize. Oh, no, yeah. This is part not going to apologize to you. Part of our truth. Rob Marshall, though, you got to apologize for this boring ass movie. Please. Okay, so one of the dumbest or at least parts talk of the movie. To me about it. Yeah, come talk. Rob, yeah. come on the pod. Yeah, acknowledge yourself. You dumb fuck. Get over here. <laughs> you fucking piece of piece shit. You fucking dumb asshole. We don't work in the movies. We don't have to worry about what's what's Rob Marshall going to do? Beat us up in our homes? Maybe he's very wealthy. <laughs> he sort of oh, he knew where I lived. Okay, so basically, the Brits want Jack Sparrow to work with Barbosa, who's now a privateer, and with a big old shit eating grin, Jeffrey uh, Rush, who now is a peg leg. Fuck yes, shows up. It's like I'm I'm official now. I've gone straight. Fuck up. And and of course, Jack is like a dumb piece of shit. He's like fuck you, man. It gets in a dumb fight. It's stupid. yeah. He keeps trying to grab a cherry. It's annoying. And it was just like from there, I was like, wow. This is boring. This is bad. This is boring. This is not. It's like if you're going to get a new filmmaker, let them make a film. Right. Don't tell them to make. Well, Gore Baginski was a little strange, had a lot of death and mutilation. And everything was ugly. We wanted more Disney, but if you can capture his 
Magic. Zany essence. They're yeah. Like, we, okay, Gore got a little fucking kooky with number three. We need to have less than 500 million people die in this one. Almost no one dies in this. The deaths no are one. very rare. No, there's a few deaths, but there's they're the not One great. guy gets shot, but maybe he didn't die. It's only a handful of deaths. Oh, yeah, that one guy was fairly funny. The guy who got uh, stabbed by the stalactite. Though there, well, there's a great new side pirate, which I wish we got a lot more of the side <laughs> yeah, pirate. Yeah, he was barely in it. Oh, because, again, more people we've lost include uh, the, the, the bald guy who's the aloe poppet. Aloe poppet. And, and, the, and, the, and, oh, yeah. and Dwight from a UK office. Yeah, and the other guy. Right. And the, the, the parrot guy. We've lost all of them. It's a, it's a real pity. Yeah. So there's a few more kooky pirates. That's kind of fun. But, we yeah, go, there's so... I mean, Tommy's the only one. He's like Yeah, gone. Tommy from Snatch who rules. Once the mer- we'll talk about the mermaid scene in more detail, but... After the mermaid scene, Tommy's gone. No, no, no. He's not, he's there, but it's, it's no. Not he's not the same. <laughs> it's like he's been like we're married for three years. <laughs> Honey, you want to go to bed? Honey, I shrunk the kids. I'll be up. I'll be up. He says. Is this like a Raymond Carver story you're relating from memory? <laughs> no. Outside it was growing dark. Inside it was growing dark too. That's just how it felt with Tommy. Yeah, they tear the baby in half. At the end of that one. Yeah, Spoiler: geez. It's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. It's like Raymond. Just, you hit the just, sauce real hard in this one, buddy. That's all right. It's yeah. all right. Evil Updike. Rip that rip that baby. Um, yeah, okay. So to make a very long story short, the whole point is that they're going, which this should be kind of interesting. Like at the end of the third, they're like the fountain of youth. And you're like, okay, more immortality stuff. This seems interesting. Well, I think that's why it's bad is because Jack lost. It's like Jack should have not had the need to live forever. And he sort of doesn't. And it just like felt really half-hearted well, for no, him no. to like have this other mortality run. No, no. His motivation is that he finds out someone's pretending to be Jack Sparrow, which is so stupid and useless to the plot that it makes no sense. Like the thing with Gore Verbinski stuff is that when things happen in those movies, it's because of like an eight hours of crazy pirate exposition that kind of rules secretly. But in this mm. one, it's like someone's pretending to be Jack Sparrow. They can't do that. It's Penelope Cruz, who I used to fuck, who maybe Blackbeard's daughter. Maybe she isn't. Oh, she is. Okay. And Blackbeard wants to kill her. Maybe he doesn't. Okay, maybe he doesn't. Who knows? Oh, my God. That scene was truly bizarre. Right. So all of the like the plot twists that, that Marshall and company put together in this just are very contrived. They're just setting up jack bits. The whole point in the other ones that all these choices have like massive sweeping consequence and are like really like there's a lot. The stakes are really yeah. high. And in this one, it sort of feels like they're just setting up things for him to knock over. And it's, it's a real bummer. It, that's why it feels like fanfic for Sparrow. It doesn't feel like a real movie. Yeah. We should write some fanfic for Sparrow. Okay, I want to. I want to go to all the moments where he's actually had sex with a woman, because in the movies it seems like he's done it a lot. But he, he, he one, I don't think his dick works anymore. He can't <laughs> which, even which, walk which, straight. Which, he literally can't walk. Which he can pirate fuck. disease does he have? He's probably he's got all of them. Like, you know, there's probably a disease named after. Jack Do you think Sparrow. he's got the app that like keeps track of which pirate disease he has? And he's got them all. Oh, you raise a good point. He is on his iPhone a lot in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is 2011. They're iPhones. Yeah. The pirates have iPhones. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It adds Man. a lot. And what would they be doing back in 2011? Uh, I mean, a Yar app. Yar. A Yar app in 2011? Yar. I think that's more like 2008. Okay. Okay. This. Okay. I just came across a piece of trivia that relates to something we noticed in the movie. Great. What was something about women that this movie really highlighted? Mm. Not um, sexualizing a child like with the mermaid. We'll, we'll talk about that, that later. Yeah. Uh, boobs. Okay. Jerry Bruckheimer gave strict instructions to casting directors that actresses auditioning for the mermaid roles must have natural breasts. He explained, and this is a quote, this is a real quote from an adult man, and this is an actual quote. Right, we're going to have to talk about this now then. I don't think they had breast augmentation in the 1700s, so it's natural for casting people to say, we want real people. All right. Let's... Jerry, one, 
I think you're right. I don't think they did boob jobs in the 1700s. Dead on. Very accurate. Number two? And in a movie about eternal life, it's very important. Yes. With zombies and mermaids. Yes, very important. The mermaids look 15 and are soaking wet and are very vulnerable and very naked and very tied up and very sexualized in this movie, and it sucks. It was awful. Like, like, uh, it was a choice. They made a very intense choice. They did. And it was, like, actually appalling. Maybe it's like... Priest character? Don't get he is a whole fucking mess. We'll get we're gonna, to. We're going to talk about this right okay. fucking now. So this movie does, it does a lot of stupid things that are really dumb. And to one, they're like, "What's the dynamic missing from the other movies? Well, like a joyless piece of shit. Orlando Bloom got fun. He gets crazy. Will Turner starts off kind of jo- joyless yeah. and annoying and gets really crazy. And he gets fun honestly by the end of the first one. Right. He's he's, he's having fun being a whole pirate man. Yeah. Um. Uh, and he and, gets really good in the second and third ones. I honestly, I've never enjoyed Orlando Bloom. I've only seen pirates. And the Lord of the Rings, and I saw him in that Tour de France movie. I didn't see. Have you seen Elizabeth Town? No. One of the single worst performances in human history. Uh, and I've never liked him. I thought he was bad. Legolas. I thought he was bad as Will Turner from the first one. Watching two and three, I had a good time with him. He's well, good. But I think you're right. I think this clergyman was like supposedly a replacement. Like he took his shirt off a lot. They want an- another like safe, accessible stalwart hero, and they pick a fucking Christian dork who's a missionary. Yeah, who, who learns to love. He's what on Blackbeard's ship because he wants to save the souls of pirates, which is like okay, maybe there's something there. Spoiler: No, nope, nothing there. No, and Blackbeard like keeps him. All- okay, I'm sorry to tangent here. Will you permit me? Mm, I don't know. What will you give me? A big old sucker. What's that? Was well, delicious suck pop. Oh, a suck pop. Yes, yes. I'd okay. love a suck. Okay. So, yes. okay. We hear all this shit about like Blackbeard, the pirate, all the pirates fear. He turns people into zombies. He <laughs> does all this crazy shit. This is a good rap. Okay. Do we see almost any of that? No. no. He does very little evil shit. He does nothing. It's, it's like, okay, much like Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in the crimes of Grindelwald, we don't see Grindelwald's crimes. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the name of the movie. I know he doesn't. He does almost no crimes in it. Can you imagine if this were called Blackbeard's evil shit that he does sometimes? They're like he turned these big evil guys into zombies. How? When? Why? Why doesn't he do it again? Oh, what's his his evilest thing? He makes a voodoo doll of Johnny Depp. That sounds nice. It's like okay, everyone should have one of those. I, I, I think yes, <laughs> based on what we know about Johnny Depp in 2019, we probably should. Yeah, um, there are worse people. Um. He's very bad. We should torture him using voodoo, though. Thank um, you. It's, okay, so so Blackbeard's like weird, and so he's like, I'm just gonna let this priest be a fucking bummer on my boat and not kill him because my daughter likes him or something. Strap him to the mast. It's dumb. It's very silly. So now we have this like like total sad sack, dopey Christian guy moping around. You know and, what I hate more than a Christian? What at? Not much. Fuck, Rob Marshall. Um. So he falls in love with, like, they have to steal a mermaid to make her cry. There is truly the most boring action sequence we've seen in the oh entire series. This is when you fell asleep? Yes. They, like, battle the mermaids or something. I was wondering why you're being so quiet. Because it was so boring. This was an action scene. It and was, I was. That's what I mean. Like, normally you'd be, like, cool or making a little noise. You were passed out. We stopped talking for a little bit, and I was like, we're both just, this is so boring. Yeah, I'm, I watched the whole thing. Okay. And I'm glad you fell asleep because it sucked. And this was, like. 2011 this was that era of people making movies where like cgi like verbinski got it somehow he understood the mix of cgi and practical 
He understood what was interesting and fun. This was like, they were like, wow, we'll just show a bunch of fish ladies swimming around. I don't know. It was like the scene from uh, Lord of the Rings 2 or the first one when they try to go into that dwarf house and the big thing, they fight the big monster in the sea. Remember that scene? No, I don't, honestly. Uh, he says the secret passage. Remember at the end of this one where he says Aqua Davida? Oh, holy shit. Well, anyway, Hold on to that. the same That's thing awful too. Uh, in Lord of the Rings when they go, it's the dwarven word for home or whatever, the oh, bullshit. What? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know that. And then, then the big monster with tentacles attacks them. Right, the Balrog. What are you talking about? Smog. No. This is outside the dwarf house. Tom Donegan. Right? Yes, Tom Donegan. Famous <laughs> singing wizard. Tom Donegan. Bombadil, sorry. Uh, yes, it was Tom Bombadil, the multi-tentacled sea creature. <laughs> yes. Anyway, my point is that was a throwaway scene, and it lasted about three minutes, and it was fine. This was that same level of just like tentacles shooting out of water and... People getting carried around is like, and that went on for ten minutes. Well, you, you could it tell it was fuck. a thing where someone's like, "Well, we have to have an action scene here." Yeah, because uh, we fight, haven't had one lately. They fight a mermaid or something. They had a perfect opportunity for the Spanish people to shoot at the British people, right? And they're this, like, "No, there's so little sea combat in this. It fucking sucks." There's zero sea combat. Well, in I this. think you're right. It, it's a weird, weird omission. There's a little more sword fighting, but you know me, I've got the. Business cards to prove it. I'll take sea. Fuck, what did it say? Swashbuckling. I'll take sea battles over sword fighting any day except for Sunday. Hey, baby, put it on the big board. And here's or the my thing. business card. The sword fighting we get. The first sword fighting scene is obviously a total recreation of the first yeah, Jack and Will weird. sword fight from the first movie. Yeah, but in and like it was a worse. stupid bar. It was because it's boring. Yeah, because we need gore. We need gore. We need gore. Somebody call for gore. We need. Yes. Yes. Wait, when can the next time? Hold, we'll cut this out. Okay. Next time, Al Gore. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. This okay. is good. All right. And we're back. And we're back. Um, right. So um, uh, what we're trying to say here is that this movie is like both a retread of things that worked in earlier movies and yet so so lifeless and uninteresting. Okay. So we were talking about the Aquavita thing at the end. The whole thing they're doing over the course of this boring ass two hour fifteen minute movie is to try to like get the the, the the fountain of life because another fucking terrible bit of like exposition. One of Blackbeard's zombie guys told him that Barbosa would kill him and he needs to go to the to the fountain of, of life. Now, do we see this? No. Do we understand why the zombie guy has visions? No. Do they do any work Does he have other visions? Apparently not. No. It's insane. They just mention it one time and that's just canon. And the thing with Gore, oh, hi, it's me, Al Gore. I just want to talk about the movies. I love the Pirates films. And global warming. And global, I invented, I, I mean, sorry, I, I figured it out first. I didn't invent it. The, someone else did. It's bad. The Republicans. Woo. Vote for Biden. Okay, I've got to go smoke some weed. Um, so, uh, yeah, in Gore's world, they'd be like, the fates have prophesied that the Calypso did curse him. And so, and it's like, oh, that guy said it. That guy said it. Yeah, it was a throwaway line. I was like, wait, the guy that with no brain? Right, the zombie the face, man? That guy said the, something? The zombie man who we didn't see get zombified, who's just sort of a, impermeable to violence and just like a guy. And who at that point has not had a single line of dialogue. He's also a seer who prophesies. Like, what? What? It makes These movies pride themselves in being so ludicrously stuffed with exposition. Like, oh, that guy said so. One-legged man going to kill him. Don't buy it, Bobby. 
Yeah, sorry, Bobby Marshall, you piece of shit. Yeah, don't buy it. Fucking dumb. Wait, we never we never finished our uh, condemnation, really, of the clergymen. Oh, he's so mermaid. So one, he's just like a boring white guy, straight man who's like, "This is bad pirating. You should all be Christians." Yeah. And then he sees like a fifth, a nubile fifteen-year-old who's vulnerable and is like, oh, "I fucking love you." Yeah. I fucking love you. Uh huh. And they play it off like it's romantic and cool, and it's like this is. And f- for literally eighty percent of her screen time, she is tied to something and naked without a shirt. They do a thing. They do the classic mermaid thing, like her hair is covering her boobs, and she is. Far too young looking for this to be like a cool, like, oh, this is just like in the, the, the lore of Mer-. It's like, no, why did you pick? This choice is very strange. It's awful. It's also Bobby. For, it's also for kids. The yeah. Movie, and this is, this should not be in a kid's movie. Right. It's fucked. Almost I, nothing sexy happens in any of the first three movies. Everyone's fucking disgusting. That's true. They're it's all just fucking gross. overdressed because it's cold and wet. Right. Kieran, even though she's not wearing a corset like in the first actually, movie. Actually, that was in the third one. It got weird when she had to like take off all her clothes in the first scene. Yeah. The giant didn't fat, like that yeah, either. Didn't like that either. Yeah. It's like Yuck. Disney. Yeah. What's up? But, but Gore made it threatening and lecherous and weird in three. Yeah. It was still a little bit sexified. No, the vibes are gross, but he makes it feel gross. He's, yeah. not, he's not trying to make you feel like That's it's true. okay. This is a fucking romance between... An a, adult man who has legs and can stand on, the, on on solid ground and a young... What happened to him, by the way? She just goes off with him? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. I totally forgot that. She saves saves him by killing him, I think? By dragging him to the mermaid world if we don't see what happens? Yeah, maybe, maybe the fifth one's going to be all about the mermaid world. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, you know me. It's on my business Sorry, card. But someone's here. Hi, it's me, Al Gore again. Because of global warming, mermaids are dying every day. We've got to stop it. Give me a kiss. I'm Tipper. Okay, me and Tipper got to go now. Bye. I like his exits. Yeah, he always leaves. Did he do that hurry. on the campaign trail? All, every time. Yeah. He'd go so charging off. That's why they won, right? That's why famously Al Gore won from being good at campaigning and doing a good job. They he, won. He I, lost I his love... home state. He lost his home state. Ever blames uh... Nader. Leave Nader alone. Yeah. Okay. So what we're trying to say is that nothing in this movie is lands. There's some cute stuff. Jeffrey Rush has a ton of fun. Mm. Jeffrey, he lands. When he shows up, he makes Tommy every lands. scene a fucking a delight. Yeah. Who else landed? Um, Ian McShane is fun, but oh, yeah. he's given you a lot what? of terrible he dialogue. Did, we, I, I, he did not live up. To, I, I feel like um, the other, like star casting in Maze Runner 2 we were like expecting it to be someone bigger and then we were like wow this guy fucking rules when you give us an Ian McShane you're like fuck yes and then he just like he was probably doing great but it, the script is legitimately awful it was a bad script and we okay. wanted McShane and we didn't really get a full McShane if you remember in our last episode we were trying to puzzle out exactly what the point or what was the fuck was going on in this elaborate dealing scene which we basically made more confusing for everybody because we yeah, were, we're so assholes sorry about who were that. bad at this but in this movie there's a scene so redundant stupid and fucking just infuriating that I'm, I'm still pissed about it they're on the island where theoretically the fountain of youth is, and they've got to go get these silver chalices. Mm. And they're at the top of a massive ravine that lands in a river. And Penelope Cruz and Johnny Depp are both, tr- they're both trying to go in the ravine to find the chalices. And there's an elaborate scene where out of nowhere, after waxing rhapsodic about his beautiful daughter, who loves him to death, who we've determined, I guess, is his daughter at this point, 
Um, we'll never know. Blackbeard, we'll never know. Blackbeard, we'll have to call Rob Marshall. Blackbeard just is like, you either go in that ravine or I kill my own daughter. <laughs> and it's like, what? Wow. Okay. It's very confusing. And the whole thing is like, Jack might actually have feelings for one broad. He, he's like, you know, fucking humiliated. I know. He only tells his dumb mutton chop man. Yeah. He's like, I had stirrings. He's like, you have feelings for her? Is it complicated? Like, no, just stir- like, shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, sh- yes, I have feelings for her. It's like, it, it, very. What? Depp looks so old and checked out in this. He says, I, well, there's a quote on IMDb where he's like, yeah, this one producer left the project. And I was just like, fuck this. I got to do it. But this sucks. Oh, interesting. Interesting. But no, so Blackbird starts threatening his daughter with, with pistols that either are loaded or might not be There's like be Russian loaded. roulette, but with six different, I guess because, you know, in the same way they did that breast research. Yes. They probably did research and said, well, guns don't have six chambers back then. They're flintlocks, baby. So we got to get six guns. And only Load two of two them, of are, them, which is not even Russian roulette. There's only one loaded. I know, but this is in Russia. This is the, the high seas. So uh, yeah, so then so they have this the elaborate point? sequence of picking guns. Some of them go off. Some of them don't go off. Well, I think like the point they're trying to depict Blackbeard as a capricious asshole who right. might kill his daughter. But yeah. it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's not very convincing. The plan itself is so stupid. So what? If he just shoots his daughter, then nothing happens. Yeah. Like, cool. You just killed Jada for no reason. You no one idiot. gives a shit, right? So like it was. It, it it is dramatically a fucking turd. Wait, who is Blackbeard going to use as the non-tier glass? They don't even explain that. Yeah. So the stupid system. Like again, go to Holy Grail, uh, uh, Indiana Jones. You know, uh, Last, Cru- Last Crusade and shit. The whole thing is like you drink out of the right child, the right Grail, and you live forever. Very simple. Because old Stevie. Maybe Jaws is a mixed bag. Maybe you still inexplicably hate Jurassic hate Park. Oh, fuck Steven you. Spielberg. Fuck off. That movie's He's bad. That movie's awesome. That I love that movie. That is maybe his best movie. I would... Uh, I think E.T. is wonderful, too. But I really don't like E.T. You're a broken... We've already man. talked about it. You can okay, listen yes. to our thoughts in the, in the birthday deal, brawl. The birthday brawl. Where, a classic of the genre. Josh and I battled it out with the top grossing film of our birth year. Wait. No, this one is better. This was the one where our dads wouldn't let us watch movies. Yeah, movies that our dads wouldn't oh, let us yeah. watch. Oh, yeah. So we have the birth... You should go back and listen. It's great. Why are you okay. listening to shit? No, okay. hold on. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to get them to listen to something good instead of this dumb episode. This is way better. This is way better. This is way okay. better? It's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Birthday brawl. 100%. Um, no, okay, so in, right. in The Last Crusade, the dynamics of how it works are very simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. You drink out of the chalice, you live forever. Done. This one? Fuck me. There's two chalices. One has a mermaid's tear in it. They both have water from the fountain. One person drinks the water without the mermaid's tear. And they give you know, their lives to the person who drinks the chalice with the mermaid's tear. What that gore is how it works. would have done with it? It would be so gross. It would have been so amazing. So fucking gross. Well, also, but it would have been like chalices flying all over the place. They're trying to keep track of which one has the tear, which one doesn't. Well, the chalices are like covered in like just pus. Like they just suck pus out of like a bar- barnacle's it asshole. so great. And yeah. then... And then I wrote this for Rob. Yeah. The whole like earlier, she's like, I lied to you by telling the truth because I knew you wouldn't believe me. Right. And then in this, there's a perfect opportunity to like have a lie, have the father be like, no, you know what? I'm going to save you or whatever. I don't know. There could have been something where like they use that thing which they set up for a perfect situation here where he's telling a lie to someone and then he told them the truth and he still gets what he wants. Here was like, you know what? I might have confused it. And it, it. I think it was the other way around. If Depp wasn't totally checked out, it may have been cheeky and sort of fun, but th- th- it's it's flat. 
It's so funny. It's a bad reveal. Dope. And at this point, you're like, who gives a fuck? Like, they're, they're all assholes. Yeah, like, who cares if any Penelope of them Penelope Cruz, dies. who's like a lovely enough actress. I like her. She's like charisma and spark. Um, even she's like, a, she's like a fucking dumb asshole in this movie. So it's like, who cares? You know what? I would have cared just as much had the ending been about the two Zombos. Honestly, I had so many more questions about the Zombos. <laughs> like if those two guys got up there and been like, one of them got cut through the stomach and the other one just got cut in the hand and they're like, I want to save you, Zombo one. And he's like, no, I want to save you, Zombo two. I love you. I love you. And then they both just die. I'm Zombo three. What about me? <laughs> you're fine, Zombo three. Oh, you're bloody right. Sorry, mates. Go get cut with a poison sword. Oh, lives in a part of a lot of disease. Oh, oh square pants. This movie was dumb, man. It was dumb. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think you know we're asking the, the inevitable question. We're, we're getting towards the end of the current Pirates franchise, and given that Johnny Depp has it turned into a lich who feasts on suffering and seems, wine and wine, don't forget wine. He, so you know, part of his lawsuit. Maybe we should say this for the next episode. Oh fuck it. Part of the lawsuit against his ex-wife, who says that he horribly abused her, is that he says that she cost him the role, like another yeah. part in the series. He looks old and tired and unhappy in this, and we haven't gotten to five yet. I truly can't imagine where that goes. The question is obvious. Are you asking when will it end? Hell yeah. Yeah, this is bad. Oh, yeah. This is a real letdown. Like, three was like a huge pill to swallow, and I'm not going to excuse it for being absolutely like bad shit, but this is like comparatively so boring. I, I miss the density. You could really smell each pirate in Gore's world. People are dirty, but not even that dirty. Yeah. You see him cleaning a ship in this. It sucks. Yeah, what the fuck? Don't clean the fucking ship. I mean, fuck they, you, Ebert. You know what they did? They read Ebert's review. They gotta clean the ship. Like, uh, Rob, uh, one thing uh, before you make the movie. We need a scene where they clean the ship because Ebert is going to give us hell. And he did. And me too. I'm Al Gore. You got to clean things or else they'll be dirty. Goodbye. <laughs> so uh, the next film is directed by a pair of people that have basically only directed films together. And basically only done real life movies, like movies based on real life events. Well, I mean, there was a Ponce de Leon. There was a Spain. There was an England. Oh, some good of point. There was an, an Edward uh, Blackbeard guy. When did when did uh, Johnny Depp's character Jack Sparrow get that little red X on his eye? Has he had that the whole time? I don't know. He has a weird mark on his, his fucking jaw, like a wound on his <laughs> That's jaw. been there the whole time. Because really I noticed weird. that from the first one. Yeah. But like, I just started noticing this. I thought it was a tattoo. You know, Maybe it is a tattoo. Maybe no, a I saw there was a close-up, and it was like actually a cut. That's gross. It was gross. I'm looking at Blackbeard. Okay, what's the story about actual Blackbeard? Oh, nice. Okay, hold on. He died in 1718. This is fucking all over the place. This is fucked up. Why is that fucked up? Well, it seems like this is like this is happening then. I guess. What's happening then? This, the, the, there's, this is set that early in the 1700s. How much time has passed between these movies? Oh yeah, I mean I don't it's know. It's Very confusing. When were pirates? When we're pirates, this is a good stuff. Yeah. We're what? really getting into the heart of this fucking series. Okay. So Edward uh, Teach or Edward Thatch uh, really only... Which he, one is it? He died at like 38. Who's that? Yeah. That's Blackbeard. Oh, his name is Edward Thatch? Yeah. Huh. Black, Blackbeard's better. Or Teach. Yeah, Blackbeard's still better. Huh, he died in North Carolina, though. Not of a bad what? place to die. Of America. Oh, shit. Of America. No, no, I don't know. He was 35. He died in conflict. He lived a life of conflict. So this is, in some ways, accurate to his life. He died in conflict. Yeah, well, my parents lived a life of conflict, but they're still alive. Well, don't let him die in North Carolina. Oh, my God. My sister moved to North Carolina. Yeah? Is oh, she, my God. 
She's getting married. Is she haunted by Blackbeard's ghost? Oh my god, she's inviting both my parents down to North Carolina. Wow. Wow. This is a plot to have a ghost pirate kill them. Yeah. I can tell you right now. She wants her hands on the famed hobby fortune. You know who else would want it? One Jack Sparrow. So then Jack Sparrow drops off Penelope Cruz the end of this dumbass movie on an island, gives her the one shot, and he's like, good luck, Beatrice, I'm escaping. And she's like, you're a piece of shit. He's like, yeah, I'm a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And then Gibbs is like, so you're a fucking dumb asshole. And he's like, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a fucking pirate. There was literally, well, not literally, because there wasn't, but there was a record scratch. There was the closest thing you have to a record scratch in this movie. Yes. When she's like... I love you. And he goes, no, no, hold on. You're, you're undercutting how shitty it is. They're like, she's like trying to like manipulate him and, and she's like claims right. to be pregnant. And it's like throwing every like, I don't know. It's just like a shitty. It's really bad. And, yeah. And like the, the laziest shit in the world. Yeah. It's like in the last one, he calls that woman fat for no reason. And you're like, really? This is cute now. This shit sucks. Yeah. I mean, it was. And do you remember 2007? Oh God, things were different then. Yeah. The Bush years. That was cute. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, well, 9-11 had just happened and. 2007? Yeah. It was like six years. This movie came out 10 years after 9-11. Wow. I think it was a commemoration? In a way, yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, there is a tower that explodes in this. That's true. What was the other one, do you think? Maybe the, the, the life of the life of water. The water died, too. A lot of water dies in this fucking movie. Yeah, no one gets wet. The effects look fucking trash ass. How did this cost that much money? We got to find out. It's insane. It do you looks think Johnny so Depp got $375 million? I mean, I'm sure he got an unfucking godly amount of money. Oh, and fucking uh, uh, Keith Richards comes back for a little bit. For a tiny bit. And it's implied that he might be imaginary. Mm. Just because. Right. But yes, okay, so you're right. So she says like, oh, I got your baby. Please, I love you. Love me, Jack. And he's like, you know, actually, I... And the, the music swells. And then... He's like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> and escapes. And... <laughs> He's with his, him and his, so bad. his true love, Gibbs, have their last moment on the beach mm. together where he's like, I fucking love being a goddamn piece of shit pirate. Fuck me, right? Savvy. Savvy. I like how little they use the word savvy. They use it like once in every movie. And it's become like like a normie meme thing where like they think that that's cute. It's like savvy. And it's like, that's fucking dorky. You're a dork. I wish he said it all the time. It feels like they just like, oh, fuck, we forgot to put savvy in the script. Uh, just throw it at the end of the scene. Well, the, it, again, they're, they're writing fanfic for, for Sparrow. So they're just like, he's got to say it at some point. It's going to be the last line is savvy. Fuck. Yeah. God. Real mic drop moment, if you ask me. Let me throw something out at you, okay? We just did uh, Jaws, okay? Why no sharks in these fucking movies? I hadn't thought about it. Let me Why think no of... fucking sharks in these movies? Growing up, a lot of pirate stories, they talk yeah, about sharks. They do. Why no sharks? Yeah. I mean, we talked about it last episode, no walking the plank. Right. And this, there was not a single cannon fired in this one. Not a single cannon fired. Not a powder monkey holding that, that sweet, sweet gunpowder. Not a 10-pounder loaded into a, a, a thing. Yes, keep going. And, yes. and they know a four-dex mimetes and poops decks. And they didn't do any of that stuff. It was boring. A brass monkey. We're about to see a fight, and they're like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, I know. It's so lame. Fucking Barbarossa. You know what Barbarossa should have done? What so Fucking shot some cannons at them. Uh, he loves that stuff, too. He's all about it. Yeah. Okay, so here's the only thing I'm excited they, about. They, we, they, no. they we, we also wrote another good scene when they like, there's two moments where they talk about things. Barbosa losing his ship and his yeah. leg. I forget the other one. But anyways, like that would have been a perfect opening scene to this movie. Right. Is Barbosa fighting this who mysterious captain that we don't know until later in the movie, but we see his awesome powers now. 
Yeah. What a great idea. Man, I should really be in Hollywood. Well, okay, to go back to your points about what they don't show us in this movie that make no sense is that additionally, another thing, and this is so stupid, it drives me fucking nuts, in the Queen Anne's Revenge, this is how they end the movie, you may remember, they have all the, the, the ships in bottles. There's a whole thing. It's like a little, he's shrunk ships down to be in little bottles. Right. How does he do it? We don't know. No idea. Do we find out? No. Do we see? No. Do we see what happens when they release the bottle just to bring back the Black Pearl? No. No. They don't show us any of the fucking cool shit. They don't. Why? No zombies. No ship shrinking. No origin stories. No, wait. No shrimp beginning. Right. No shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> no shrimp. shrimp. We get no, no shrimp. shrimp. There's no shrimp in this goddamn movie. The fuck. No shrimp. See, I yell off mic. That's why it's funny. Don't don't belittle me. I'm gonna I'm gonna shrimp I'm gonna shrimp little you. I'm gonna shrimp little you. I'll shrimp pick you back up. I'm vegan. That's all then I'll do it vegan shrimp. Oh you will? That's so thoughtful. I'll take it. You'll take it the way I make it. You hey. know what I had? What I had that have? impossible uh whopper. Oh yeah. Give us your uh, corner sidebar review. Do you like it? Amazing. Okay. I will have it every day. To use a system of rating that I just thought of on the spot, how many uh I don't know. I guess food. Uh, how many forks would you give it? I refuse. Why? I refuse. It's just a system. It's a, just a random it's system. It's a random system. I don't know. It's just a random oh, system. Oh, is there a very successful podcast with the same thing? Yeah. Fuck. Let's do spoons. Okay, how many spoons? Out of five. Uh, can give it zero. Zero spoons? No, can I? You can, yeah. Okay, I just don't try to evaluate whether it's a zero to five or one to five scale. It's zero to five. And can I give it... What's the equivalent to tines? Um, spoon halves. <laughs> spoon halves. Yeah. Uh, five spoons. Wow, that's big. Yeah. This is huge. Yeah, it's good. You know else why I give it five spoons? What at? It's because everyone should go to Burger King and uh, all the time. This is not sponsored content, by the way. And get it. I hate, you know, I mostly hate vegans. I hate a lot of them. I hate what they talk about and what they think. You're a self-hating vegan. No, I love myself. Okay. I'm a good one. And here's, I'm going to tell you why. Tell me why. A lot of people are like, don't give your money to places that have meat. Just give money to places that are vegan only. And you know what I say? What at? Thanks for responding. I say, you should give your money to places that have meat and vegan options. Because if they sell way more vegan stuff than they thought, hmm. This segment hmm. of the show is the mermaid battle of our episode. Hmm. Huh, makes you think. Makes you think. Makes you think. It makes Burger King think, even though it's just a burger. Burgers can think. Burgers can think. Really getting into it tonight. Okay, let's look at the... Okay. What are we looking at? You're on your phone. What are we looking at? Okay. You're on your phone. I know. Please tell what me. What are we looking at? Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. So this is the shortest one of the franchise, which is sad to me. The second shortest. What's the shortest? No, no. The next one's the shortest. Oh, thank God. Yeah, they get shorter and shorter. It's like a bell curve. Wow. So this was denied a release in China because the storyline had ghosts, the afterlife, and the supernatural, which are not allowed to be shown in Chinese movies. Wait, then none of them should be shown in China. Well, they, I mean, they because were... Because literally half the characters of the third and second one are ghosts. I mean, they were uh, spared something here, I think. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Well, they almost cast Megan Fox as uh, the the fucking mermaid. Oh, God. She dodged a bullet and landed in the lap of another nightmare person, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Have you heard her stories about Michael Bay? No. Believe it or not, uh, I think she felt rather disrespected and objectified. Mm. She's like greased up in a bikini. He's like, yeah, yeah. Michael Bay's a creep. 
He's uh, not a good guy. Okay, so in the next movie, you were asking, you kind of, I'm all mad at you because you were teaming up for Javier Bardem in this one. Yeah, we don't get. It. He's in the next one, one. Yeah. so that's, that's good. good. You got a little letdown, but you yeah. got upped by Ian. Right, upped by Ian. Oh, interesting. So the first three were shot in 35 millimeter. This one was not. This was digital. Right. So we're seeing some of that, some of that, that texture. Well, Gore's uh, an old, old filmmaker. Yeah. Oh, oh, I found the problem with this with the movie. Johnny Depp was deeply involved with the story design, frequently meeting with the writers to show what he was interested in doing. And in the words of Terry Rossio, being, quote, involved in coming up with storylines, connecting characters, creating moments that we would then fashion, shape, and then go back. Well, okay. Oh, my God. This is this is huge. Okay. Among Depp's suggestions were turning Philip into a missionary. Why? You missed. I missed that time. You missed. And I'll fix having, it. I'll fix it. And having post. a Spanish contingent following the protagonists. Yeah, that really went somewhere. Actually, by the way, they're following the Spaniards, and then they start following them. It's confusing. It makes no sense. Yeah, and they're not in the movie at all. They're in the movie every once in a while. Oh, interesting. Afterwards, after Johnny Depp's fascinating input into this piece of shit, Rob Marshall and executive producer John DeLuca met the writers and did alterations of their own, including building the female lead, <laughs> which Johnny did not have a lot of ideas about, apparently. Yeah. Huh, interesting. And there's a girl, and she loves me and wants me, and I'm very attractive. Uh, I'm <sighs> fucking wasted. More wine! Wine, wine! Wow, so Bill Nye actually requested to be in this movie as Davy Jones again. They're like, no, we don't need the cool, charismatic, fun guy. What? They're like, nope, fuck you, dude. Fuck this. Yeah. The Fountain of Youth set, which, by the way, just describe it for me. A cave? <laughs> uh, worse than. Okay, according to John Myrie the designer, is based on various ancient gardens from Egypt, Babylon, Greece, and Japan, which is notable because there's some grass in it is and there? rocks. <laughs> Nailed it, John. Wow. Cool. Fucking also, why would you design something based on six different design styles? Maybe just pick one. Okay, we're talking about Rob Marshall being a pervo. Mm-hmm. The mermaid portrayers... Why the fuck that word? They're actors. Yeah. We're chosen for having, quote, exotic sense and otherworldly sensibility, but also under those layers, a deadly quality. And also, Robbie likes him young. Oh, God. That's right in here. I, that's a real quote. Oh, that's a quote? Robbie likes him young. Well, it's very evident from the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, that That was really, that was like very uncomfortable. I really hated it. It yeah. like really was like a choice where it's like, this was a real obvious thing you opted into, and it's creepy and shitty. Okay, so here's a, a good, uh, the sign of a good movie is that a, the IMDb spoiler section has to cover up massive gaping questions in the film. At the end, Sirena, Sirena, Sirene, whatever. The mermaid? The mermaid Serena. didn't drown Philip. She kissed him, which allowed him to breathe underwater so she could find help for his injuries. Oh, good. Yikes. I like when he's splashing the the fetid water into his belly that's cut open. Yeah. That was kind of gross. It's like, he's fucking, you don't splash dirt water into someone's open wound, you dumb fucking mermaid. Yeah, don't get, no, he did that to himself. Oh, yeah, what an And she was like, you're hurt, right? He's like, nope, just in body. Not in body. But you are literally No, but you're dying. You've been stabbed repeatedly. You want some help? They can't kill him. They keep almost killing him. And it's like, just kill him. Wait, is he going to be in the next one? I fucking pray to God now. I'm going to become a clergyman so I can pray to God and God will listen to me. You would be a terrible clergyman. Why? You got a little bit of snark to you. Yeah, it'd be a good one. No, they don't like snark in that. You got to be pretty serious, I think. Hmm. I mean, I can be serious. Why so serious? serious. I think I'm serious. That was yeah. pretty serious. Okay, so we're getting towards the end of this episode. I'm out of gas for this fucking movie. 
I'm asking when will it end. This was bad. Should have, should have ended at three. That would have been a perfect little trilogy. And tragically, the whole thing is like, cut out Johnny Depp, and I think you'd have like something to go on. Like just Jeffrey Rush doing Jeffrey Rush shit. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah, but Tommy. No, with their shackle to Depp, who's awful, or yeah, just he's, like boring. And he's now writing them and... He's now giving them terrible ideas that translating to bad movies. I hated The Mermaids. I hated Blackbeard at the end of the day. It was boring and stupid, and I'm mad. This is the end of the day. You're right. Do you think you'd hate him earlier in the day? Hello, darkness, my old friend. We've got to watch Pirates 5 next. And Javier Bardem is a guy. In real life, he's married to Penelope Cruz. Now let's go get Taco Bell so we can watch another time of Johnny Depp, a man who almost certainly abused his wife.